to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Tonight on Universe Box. Mary Berry quits Bake Off. Jared Leto is Andy Warhol. Arrested Development is in production. This is Universe Box. Try that again. I'm Anne Marie D. Simone, and this is Universe Box for September 22nd, 2016. How are you doing tonight, Anne Marie? I'm stuttering, but apparently I'm okay. <laughs> it happens. I'm sorry about that. I, I jumped the line again. You wrote the line. I'm a fool. I'm a fool for line jumping. <laughs> a fool for line jumping. Back here on a Thursday night, Thursday. 10 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. Uh, we do have our chat with us. We have Liz and Angel and, and the, the Derby, Derby Kid in there with us. So welcome, guys. Welcome, very, ladies. very happy to have you. We also record Tuesdays, 10 p.m. EST. For those uh, of you who are interested. We should, we should mention, again, live.universebox.com for chat. I, so, uh, Anne-Marie, how are you liking this whole Universe Box experience so far? I'm adjusting. You're adjusting? <laughs> it's new. I like new things. It is pretty new. It, it is, is pretty, pretty new. new. I, yeah, it, it's weird doing a new show. where it, Normally, we've been fan casters. Yes. And or movies or stuff. So we ha usually have a very specific thing to talk about, but now it's whatever you could find. Whatever we want. In, say, the universe, maybe. <laughs> um, Perhaps. But uh, you know what? There's a lot of stuff in the universe. And first of all, we're going to look into the world of television and serialized streaming storytelling in television air. Okay, Anne-Marie, so what's our first story? Um, Arrested Development Season 5 is set to begin shooting. While sitting down with the Today Show, Jeffrey Tambor, Tambor. Tambor, Tambor. Uh, reveals that he is going to be heading back to work on Arrested Development coming in January. In January. So, Amory, what do you think about this? So, if they start filming in January, that means it'll come out late summer, early September, basing this off of the Gilmore Girls timeline. <laughs> um, so, Which, as we all know, everything in everything, your life is compared to the Gilmore Girls. Everything is the, the Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls scale. <laughs> the Gilmore Girls Guide to Life. <laughs> um, but I'm sure there are legions of fans, including you, will stay up all night watching it again like you did with season four. <laughs> I, however, will be sleeping. Yeah, I did stay, I, I did stay up until I think it was three o'clock in the morning when it finally went live on Netflix because it was midnight on the West Coast. Oh, and yeah. I remember I did a vine of hitting play on the first episode and everything. But oh, vine. Do people still use that? I, a little bit, okay. maybe. I don't use it anymore, really. Okay. But, but uh, you know, I, I'm very excited for Arrested Development Season 5. They've been talking about this for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's been back and forth. Uh, you know, yeah, we're working on it. We're working on this. And, and it's great to finally have some confirmation because he did say that uh, my marching orders are to start filming in January. Right. So, so you know, it'll be interesting to see how they pick it up, up since uh, they left season four off with a cliffhanger, which basically uh, Lucille 2 dead on the stair car. So, you know, I wonder how they're going to explain that time gap because it, it really was set up like, okay, when we come back, we're going to be solving this mystery. It's three years later now. Has so. it really been three years? I think it's been almost three That's years. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Georgia uh, it was oh, around Georgia? the time it happened. Okay. Yeah. First okay. house in Georgia. 
Uh, but you know, unlike most people, there were a, a lot of a uh, lot of crit- critics of season four because okay. they they had to do this sort of a uh, format where because they couldn't get the whole cast together because the whole cast went on to do Everything. a lot of really good things, things because people love them in Arrested Development. Uh, you know, they had to shoot around that, and even even with like a, a green screen, uh, oh, no. like because they had one scene with all the family there, but one actor couldn't show up, so they had to put him in with like a green screen. Who did they green screen in? I forget who, uh, but uh, Anyon, uh, the Derby Kid, says in the chat room. But uh, I, I really do hope they can go back more to the old school format yeah. uh, for, for season five, where it's all of the family together all the time, all the time, etc. It, it should be pretty good, though. Okay. Uh, let's see. Over in the chat room, Angel T says, "I never really got into Arrested Development. I saw the fir- half the first season. the The thing with Arrested Development, Angel, is you have to kind of you have to watch it. You have to watch all of it to kind of get it, and then rewatching it, you'll see it in a whole different way. Basically, it's there's just like these little tiny jokes that slowly build and build and build over the episodes until they're just these huge payoffs uh, later on down the line." I uh, I watched it, and mm-hmm. I me- I know that I watched many episodes many times because, well, you watched it. Yes. So, <laughs> but it just never struck me the way it struck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I guess Derby Kid feels similarly about season four anyway. She says, I still need to finish season four. It didn't keep my attention as much as the first three seasons. I do love my Bluth fam. <laughs> As do we all. <laughs> okay, so uh, Emery, what's our next story? Mary Berry quits Bake Off in loyalty to the BBC. With the recent news that the Great British Bake Off will be moving from the BBC to Channel 4, Judge Mary Berry has decided to leave the show in solidarity to the BBC. Bake Off's co-hosts Sue Perkins and Mel, I'm not even going to butcher her name for her, um, have also announced that they will be leaving. Paul Hollywood, Bake Off's other judge, is the only one who will be staying on with the show. Hmm. Did I just speak Greek to you? A little bit. A, a little, little bit. bit of Greek? Okay. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm not for, I, I don't really watch reality TV shows, so. This, okay, it's reality TV, but it's British reality TV, so it's not like an American cooking competition show. Mm-hmm. They're all pleasant, they're all friendly, and they say things like soggy bottom a lot. <laughs> a lot of times we say soggy bottom. but Soggy bottom country club. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Um, But this really might be the last straw for me with it. Uh, Bake Off has only been on my must-watch list for a few years, thanks to Netflix putting out one season. Mm -hmm. Um, But it quickly became a favorite, and I had to find it anywhere I could to devour it. Um, The ridiculous yet endearing hosts, Mel and Sue, are always trapping Mary into some sort of strange innuendo. (laughs) Um, Soggy bottom? Hello. Um, it is what makes Bake Off great, and I think that depending on who takes over those hosting and judging duties alongside Paul, it's going to determine whether or not I still watch it, and I think that's going to be the problem for a lot of people, is it's mm-hmm. the, those four people that make the show. Yeah. Um, you're not going to find, as they say, a national treasure like Mary Berry <laughs> every day. Um, also, it's you know it's in the middle of its seventh season. Like that's a long time for most shows. Definitely. Uh, so it, it's no Doctor Who, guys. <laughs> it's, it's not Doctor Who. But you know, it's funny you mentioned that about it being kind of that core group of on-air personalities and everything. Because mm. this reminds me a lot of what happened with Top Gear back last year, where they have a very successful show, and due to some hiring shifts, and in that case, they got fired because one of the hosts hit a cameraman or something, something like, like that yeah uh but you know they're going to be moving forward without the original on-air talent that drew people to the show in the first place mm-hmm. I, although i the way this was framed i do feel like uh what's her name mary, mary berry, berry 
was probably because she said she wasn't moving on with the show because of solidarity with the BBC. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like either she was offered another show by the BBC and she was like, okay. Or I, I can imagine a scenario where she's brought back into a back room and they're like, if you move with the show... You will never work for the BBC again, which in England is, is a big deal. A huge deal. Um, she does do some other food shows for BBC. Oh, does she? Yeah, she does a lot of specials. Though they, they, of late, they've been a lot of um, Bake Off mm -hmm. Christmas specials and stuff like that. So it's really weird, though, because they do a lot of um, how they do uh, sports relief and comedy relief and all those sorts of things. They always do like special versions of British Bake Off for it. Yeah. So. Maybe, maybe they'll do a new version uh, based around desserts called the British British Cake Off. That'd be fun. Gotta walk okay. away from that. All right. Well, don't grab any cake, but grab some popcorn and find your seat. We're opening up the curtain on Cinematters. <laughs> So this, um, something we've decided to do on Thursdays is to give you a bit of a weekend box office preview. There's a whole ton of movies opening this mm -hmm. weekend. It actually kind of surprised me because I haven't kept up on it as well as I should have. Yeah, but or generally we go to Fandango, which uh, we'll have the link to the show notes at uh, universebox.com. But they have they have a whole bunch of uh, like film fest Yeah, there's things. some sort of film festival um, stuff opening, mm -hmm. but some of the more mainstream ones um, that are opening are Queen of Katwe, Dirty Thirty, Girl Asleep, Storks, Goat, and The Magnificent Seven. There is everything from raunchy comedy to animated children's movies to biopics. There is literally something for everyone opening this weekend. You can just take the whole family and everybody grab their popcorn, go to their own theater, meet back up in two hours. It'll yeah, be good. But as we did last week, we're each going to suggest one of the films for or talk about one talk of the about films. Talk about one of the films. Uh, so first, you wanted to talk about about girl asleep right girl asleep okay so i have a soft spot for any sort of geeky teenage girl show or movie um because i refuse to grow up so <laughs> this one really hits the nail on the head with that uh it's based in i believe the 70s and this girl's at a new school trying to find her place and her parents throw her an over-the-top embarrassing 15th birthday party by inviting the entire school. <laughs> there's dancing. There's lots of flashing lights. It's very, very, very Napoleon Dynamite, mm -hmm. um, which wasn't really my thing, but this looks really entertaining. And um, there's accents, and I like accents. Yeah, over in the chat room, Angel says that the indie movies never come to her locale. Well, that's what I actually noticed while I was on Fandango, because it likes to suggest you know, where you can go see it. There mm -hmm. was nowhere for me to go see Girl Asleep, so <laughs> I may have to wait, because it is coming out in limited release. Yeah, And as for me, I picked up probably the most popular movie yeah, uh, from did. this weekend, <laughs> uh, The Magnificent Seven. It's Chris Pratt, Denzel Washington, and five other dudes coming together to hope help a poor village against savage thieves. Now, this is a remake of a classic Western that I've, I've sadly never seen, I know, shame on me. Uh, and it looks okay, but after watching The Hateful Eight from Tarantino, which was probably influenced by The Magnificent Seven, mm -hmm. it feels like sort of treading the same gown, ground. I, I, I've never really been a big Western fan anyway. My, my favorite Western is Back to the Future 3. Uh, so I'll probably wait uh, for home video on this, although Chris Pratt's pretty good. I liked him in Jurassic World. Also, who says home video anymore? Uh, I do. Oh, okay. I do. Okay, uh, so uh, speaking of home video, uh, <laughs> someone who probably would have loved home video cassettes in the modern day is getting a movie about them, right? What? Because he was, he was into pop culture and stuff. Okay, 
So what he's trying to transition to is Jared Leto is set to play Andy Warhol in an upcoming biopic. Mm -hmm. Jared Leto, Michael DeLuca, and Terrence Winter are joining forces and production houses to bring famed artist Andy Warhol to the big screen. The trio has numerous awards. There's Oscars. There's Emmys. All all sorts of craziness to their credits. And they're looking to make this more of a big budget mainstream production versus a little indie film that me and Angel can't go see. (laughs) So there's that. Um, I'm personally really excited about this because I enjoy Jared Leto's extreme method actor antics. Mm-hmm. Um, we've all seen it when he was doing like, was it Prefontaine where he like ran like constantly and well, everything with Joker for Suicide Squad. Um, he takes it that crazy level, but he always delivers. Yeah. So like people like criticize him for it, but mm-hmm. you know what? He does a good job, so it works for him. Yeah, he de- he definitely does really fall into a role. It'll yeah. be interesting to see if he's going to do a straight impression of Andy Warhol or if he's going to be more of himself as Andy Warhol, like the attitude of Andy Warhol, but still feels kind of like Jared Leto. I, uh, one can only hope that the art direction will be very pop art. I, I expect bright colors, mm-hmm. retro transitions, plenty of grain in the picture. I, you know, I definitely want to check it out. Absolutely. It looks really, really good. Well, I mean, the, the concept is really good. They, yeah. Basically, they just got the rights. I mean, the package, the producer, the, the, oh, the producers the, the from American okay. History X okay. and stuff like the, that. I just was, you know, double double checking over there. Uh, yeah, over in the chat room, uh, as far as... Uh, Angel can't type Westerns. Our last story, uh, they're all <laughs> excited about Back to the Future 3, and Angel T says no. Chris Pratt is pretty awesome, but I feel similar about uh, Westerns. And uh, then she blames autocorrect again, as Angel <laughs> is one to do. Yes. Okay. Fat so, fingers. So we're going to get back into the main discussion here in just a second. But first off, we'd like to tell you a little bit about our newly revamped, actually, Patreon. Patreon. Uh, now, you can get to this over at patreon.com slash universebox. And it's a really good way to help support the show. Support the show. That's you, all we're asking. You know, it, it's kind of like a subscription, kind of like, you you know, you donate to NPR every six months. Uh, donate to us every $5, six months. $5, you get a tote bag. You can... Uh, donate money over here and you can help us you know increase our programming increase the quality of our programming and pay our electric bill and pay our electric <laughs> bill because we have so many computers and lights and monitors and <laughs> i I'm, I'm running an air conditioner outside uh just so it gets cooler when yeah. i open the front door so you know we need Florida. help with that but you know there's also a lot of uh, rewards you can get get to you know you can uh Give us a topic to talk about on the show. You can uh, be a guest on the new Universe Box on yes, Thursdays. Yes, we would love to have a guest on, on Thursdays. Thursdays. We'll be having a uh, guest, and for twenty five dollars per month, you can be that guest. Yeah, and you don't have to give twenty five dollars every month. You give it twenty five dollars one time, and you can be a guest, and then you can never give twenty five dollars again. No, no, no! Keep giving the twenty five dollars. Or that. Or Keep that. giving the twenty five dollars. Enti- don't tell them things like that. The most enticing I- I- idea is that you can. Can become a member of the five dollar star patrons club. If you become a member of the five dollar star patrons club, you get free parking everywhere. Everywhere, and we'll also everywhere that Universe Box is accepted. Yes, and we'll also read your name on the show every week. So we want to thank our five dollar star patrons: Becca Baca, Angel, Kelsey, Holly Max seventy nine, Monica Jones, Sage of Earth, aka Patty, Harry Seidler, Timothy Peters, Robert uh, Catiller, and uh, Hope Molinax. So you guys are the best people in the world. And we're gonna love you guys forever. If you forever. want, if you want us to love you forever, go to Patreon.com/slash/UniverseBox and to remember, remember to think, think outside. outside. And uh, let's see here, over in the chat room, uh, 
Liz says she wants to be a guest because uh, she loves us. So uh, $25 a month and we will continue to love you too. Yeah, we love yeah. you too, for sure. Okay, so uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, next up, and uh, this this will be a shorty this week. This will be but, a shorty, yes. You know, we're going to be talking comics, novels, Dr. Seuss. As long as you can read it, we've indexed it and shoved it in a flip folder. Let's crack open the bibliophile. <laughs> Okay, Anne-Marie, what's up in the bibliophile this week? Uh, Justice League number five, name drops the next big DC event. In this, in this week's Justice League number five, they tease the next big event spinning out of their successful rebirth relaunch a few months back. The line, quote, the song is at the end. The awakening is complete. The forever crisis will come, come, end quote. And take it away, Bill. The, the forever crisis will crumb. Crumb? <laughs> I know, but uh, yeah, Amory is probably not going to have too much to say about this. But my notes are an ellipses. <laughs> another crisis. I, I obviously, I'm totally on board. Uh, the for I, I I I can't believe it. Crisis. I love crisis. Uh, Infinite Crisis and Final Crisis are some of my favorite stories ever. Uh, not to mention, you know, the classic original Crisis on Infinite Earths. Not to mention the Crisis on Multiple Earths from Justice League and Justice Society back in the day. Usually a crisis implies a reboot, uh, but they just did one kind of with Rebirth. Uh, so my guess, the Forever Crisis will help them consolidate the new 52, possibly returning the stolen five years they revealed in the Rebirth one-shot because they revealed that some villain took five years out of the universe and that's how the new 52 came to be. Uh -huh. And they're bringing some of the old people back, so I think this will be kind of a consolidation thing. I really hope Grant Morrison of Final Crisis is involved again. After his work uh, mapping the multiverse and multiversity and the upcoming multiversity too, I'd say the chances are pretty good that he's probably going to be involved. Uh, could the song that's ending mean the end of the DC universe? It also kind of calls back to Final Crisis, which was the solution to the conflict with Superman whistling a song. Uh, and, you know... I just think uh, it could be the end of the DC universe, which has basically had the same continuity with a few in-story reboots since the 1930s. But I, I don't know if they do another reboot so soon, but uh, anything's possible. Uh, Angel T in the chat room asked, how many crises have there been in DC? There's been three major ones, uh, but but they they also did a lot of uh, crises back before 1985 when they did the original Crisis on Infinite Earths. They, it was kind of like an annual team-up between the Justice League and the Justice Society. So, so uh, it, it, it'll be in a, And they also did Zero Hour, which was kind of a crisis. Uh, but, uh, Amory, your thoughts on this? She, she just gave I got a thumbs up. Thumbs up? I don't know. <laughs> Amory is not a comic book I do not speak person. comic book. She, she has become a DC Universe Gotham. person. I speak, you know... If this was uh, the Forever Crisis movie... You might have something to say about it. I'm sure that. I would have something. To, <laughs> if it involves Batfleck, I'm involved. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, okay, wait, we, we, we'll, we'll move on from the bibliophile because obviously Emory does not want to talk about crisis. I did, though. Uh, but you know what? I, I'm just going to ignore her. I'm okay. going to throw on my headphones and warm up my pipes. We're going to make sure your modern music knowledge is in tune. <laughs> 
So, Emery, what do we have up here in, in music stories this week? All right. First up, Beyonce and Jay-Z plot title X1015 charity show in New York. So the power couple Jay-Z and Beyonce are teaming up with a host of other musicians on October 15th to raise money for a variety of New York children's charities, including the Robin Hood Foundation. Tickets are in pre-sale now and will open publicly September 26th. So I love seeing stories of celebrities doing good things, especially for charities, especially for children's charities. Things like that make me happy. I like raising money for charities. It's a thing I do. <laughs> and with the likes of Lauren Hill, Nicki Minaj, Common, and like three bazillion other people, um, and the concert's going to be streamed on Tidal, which I don't really know what Tidal is. I think it's like a web service. <laughs> um, sure. I'm sure they're going to raise a ton of money for all of the charities that it's set to benefit. So good on you, celebrities. See, you know, I, I, I'm sure it, to be a contrarian, I guess, or yeah. an iconoclast. Or to be a bill. Or to be a bill. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm sure it'll be a good concert and everything, but I also get a little squeamish at these kind of charity events where... Uh, you know, there's this huge investment up front for, you know, technical people, venue, this, that, and the other. A and then whatever they collect is whatever they collect, right? But uh, why can't they just do, uh, I think it would be more beneficial just to do like, do like a small, like living room concert, live stream it on the internet and take all that money that you would have, that $15 million or whatever you would have spent on the venue and the crew and all that and put that towards the charity too. I don't know. Because this is the way they want. Because this way they mm -hmm. can get so many more people. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, and I mean, if nothing else, it, it'll definitely, I, I'm sure it'll raise a lot of money. I'm and sure it does because then you also, like, if you're doing something in person, mm -hmm. you have, you know, there's a lot of vendors that will um, donate their services if it's a charity event. So, mm -hmm. like, a lot of the people um, may not be charging any sort of a fee to participate where they normally would charge $2 million to show up and sing three songs yeah. or whatever the case mm -hmm. may be. Stuff, it's stuff like that. Um, you know, you're going to get the merchandise of the people that are actually at the show buying the shirts, buying whatever, mm -hmm. doing they're going to do their own marketing of it. Plus, and I really haven't seen too, too much mm -hmm. of the, of actual marketing. Yeah. I just, it was a news article. And when I went to the website, it was just like the front page. It wasn't, I don't know. Well, if nothing else too, it gets a lot of exposure for the charity, which is the Robin Hood Foundation. The Robin Hood Foundation. Yeah, it's so. a lot for, you know, underprivileged children mm -hmm. in New York City. Yeah. And over in the chat room, uh, let's see, uh, Bobby, Bobby says, has joined us. Bobby says, I believe that Tidal is a music service partially owned by Jay-Z. Uh -huh. would make a lot of sense. And uh, the Derby Kid says, I'm with you, Bill. Some of that is ridiculous. So mm. I like when people are with me. Yeah. That's nice. You would. That's nice. Okay, Emery, what's up for our next story here? Next up, uh, Kanye and Kid Cudi end their feud. Kid Cudi and Kanye West have resolved their short-lived feud started by a tweet sent by Cudi. Mm -hmm. After some statements, yeah, rants, during some <laughs> onstage appearances, Kanye ended with by calling Cuddy one of the most influential rappers of the past 10 years. Very nice. So really, what is a week without a Twitter war? Somebody has to have it. Um, I'm glad that these two were able to put aside their differences before things got out of hand and all over the place. Yeah, it, it, this for me, it's a little like a, a Twitter feud, really. I, I mean, 
look, uh, Yeezy and Cuddy are both really Stop good business. Yeezy. That's his name. Really I good. I hate the name Yeezy. But Yeezy and Cuddy are Kid Cuddy are both really good businessmen. So I, I feel like this was less a feud and more of a marketing gimmick. I, it gets both their names in the press, sells some albums, and after a week, they both come out looking like winners. I, back in the 90s, if there was a rap feud, somebody got shot. Wait, what happened to the good old days? Stop That's, that. Do not uh, encourage the shooting. Well, I mean, it, it was just it was a better time. Uh, people were sipping on gin and juice, and uh, people were regulating a lot more. Uh, there was a lot more regulation going on. So, I don't know. I kind of miss it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, let's see here. Uh, wait, what is our other story here? Oh, we don't have another That's story. Yep. That's all of our stories. So, okay, we're done. No, that's the end of the show. No, it's not. Oh, it's not? Okay, you know what? It's time to find... Oh, wait a second. What are you doing? (laughs) I'm going all over the place. I was like, can you please just follow? Over in the chat room, Bobby agrees with me. That that and uh, it, Angel says again, I will never know how to react to con to to any Kanye. Yeah. And then the Derby Kid says, Bill sounds like he's BFFs with Kanye. He is. We can only hope someday. Uh, I'm hoping, I, I'm working towards it. Me and Yeezy, <sighs> like this. Okay, uh, so what's in the box? You're about to find out. We've each selected a story uh, to a discuss. A special story. A special story to discuss. Let's pop open the universe box. Okay, so Anne-Marie, what did you pick for the universe box? <gasps> You can now find out your Patronus over on Pottermore. So Universe Boxio, Harry Potter fans can now <laughs> rejoice. You can no, now discover, I can't spell though, now discover your Patronus through an interactive um, little quiz. It's You answered like six questions and you're all set. I, yeah, you're not going to be able to pull it up. That's fair. No. Um, I was a white stag, no, white mare. Mm-hmm. So I am a female horse. The old white Mary. The old Mary. white Mary. She ain't what she used so, to be. So remind me again, what is a Patronus? It's it's a protection spell. A protection it's spell? It's a protection spell that takes on um, the shape of an animal. Universe Boxio. <laughs> the shape of an animal. <laughs> the shape of an animal. Like um, We'll show that to the stream too. Oh. Universe Boxio. Okay. <laughs> Um, bad timing. Should have done that earlier. So there, yeah, it's so, a, it's an animal. It's it protects an animal? you. You cast you. You say expecto patronum, and mm-hmm. sparks come out of your wand, and it becomes an animal now, to fear or to get rid of bad guys. When you when you were uh, talking about this earlier today, you weren't quite sure what was going on yet, right? It, it's just like the hashtag started trending, and nobody yeah, knew what was happening. I, um, that's exactly it. I was on Twitter, and I saw expect, hashtag expecto patronum was trending, and I was like, wait a minute, wait a what's second. going on? And then I realized I could make a patronus, so I did. Nice. I don't know what that music was, but I'll take it. <laughs> what, what was your favorite Patronus-related tweet you saw today? Oh, oh, okay. I shared it from um, CCHC. Mm-hmm. It was um, Harry Potter fans when they see that hashtag Expecto Patronum is trending, and it was Voldemort dancing to a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> that made me happy. Very nice. I, I, I really appreciated your dancing, too, there. That was a <laughs> very good dance. This is what he was doing. It was the dancing <laughs> Voldemort. <laughs> Okay, uh, over in the chat room, uh, Bobby says, uh, obviously, his Patronus would be a hawk. Derby Kid has a dolphin. A dolphin. Uh, what would my Patronus be? Um, aardvark? Squirrel. Armadillo? Squirrel? Squirrel. Squirrel? <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> I, I like it. 
Okay, uh, so, yeah. So, what so, you got? <laughs> okay, for my universe box, YouTube today has gamified reporting videos. Uh, now they, they released this video uh, this week announcing their new program, YouTube Heroes. It aims to uh, award points for, among other things, flagging videos with inappropriate content, uh, quote unquote inappropriate content, because YouTube has cracked down in recent months on controversial content. A lot of times, they, they've been taking videos down even if they just discuss a topic they deem too controversial seriously uh, to kind of increase ad revenue and get more bigger companies buying ad because they don't want mm. someone talking about i i don't know just to go just, extreme with it like black lives matter or something and have a ford ad on it or something uh, like that you know so so they, they've been uh, getting a little too loosey-goosey with, with with the uh censorship on there mm -hmm. and uh in this video they even encourage their heroes to mass flag videos uh they 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 literally show a, a user going through, going to a channel page, yeah, right here, and just clicking and reporting all the videos without watching them. Please it, don't do that. Yeah, it, it's icky. Uh, rewarding reporting is a good way to get a lot of false flags, too. So as much as they think this is going to help them, I think it's actually going to give them a lot more content to look through and try and block. I, I mean, I, I, I'm a, I, again, I'm a, I'm a total free speech nut, so this... You know, it just doesn't sit well with me. Mm -hmm. In fact, it kind of reminds me of this good citizenship program uh, that was in the news from China a couple months back where they were trying to gamify being pro-China Chinese government. I, I feel like this is going to backfire on YouTube in a, in a big, big way. Big, big way. Uh, you know, I... It, uh, even so, just now, already, the announcement video already has almost 300,000 thumbs down to, like, uh, what, 4,000 thumbs up, up nice so, so uh you know if that tells you anything i it'll be gone then if if people don't like it it will be gone hopefully hopefully that's the way they do it o over in the chat room angel t says thank you and yay they finally did the thing been waiting for patronuses since pottermore's beta years back to the uh, pottermore thing yeah but what do you think about this Anne marie about the whole um i do not heroes like, program i do not like the mass reporting mm -hmm. of videos while there are some that are completely and utterly scammy Mm -hmm. and should be mass reported let's not yeah. make that easy because you know you get into a fight with somebody or somebody just doesn't like your attitude because you have a certain opinion about you know certain movies or something like that and they could just go through and go on all mm -hmm. your stuff yeah yeah and uh you basically. uh the derby kid over in the chat room says youtube seems like they're being lazy yeah mm -hmm. basically they're just trying to crowdsource community moderation or community management they don't want to pay people you think youtube would be able to pay like you yeah. know 50 people yeah <laughs> you know to, exactly. to do that uh to increase their community okay uh, well you know what we have a really great community and we like Wait, to i have my other story oh, yeah. oh sorry i forgot okay, about so this that. is another fun thing that we like to do if you were around on Tuesday, we told you what the special holiday of the day is. We rethought that a little bit. We're going mm -hmm. to give you the special holiday for tomorrow. <laughs> so that since it's, you know, 1030 at night, you can't really do anything to celebrate. But tomorrow you can. So tomorrow is... Oh, wait. You're going to have a lot of fun with these ones. Restless Leg Awareness Day. So... Don't shake. My legs are restless. Um, checkers Day, but it's not Checkers the game. There was like some other Checkers. Checkers the restaurant. Checkers it's, the puppy. 
think it might be checkers of the puppy actually um and hug a vegetarian day mm -hmm. so i think this is the one that we can all at least participate in so everyone find a vegetarian give them a squeeze move on with your life make sure your legs are well rested first. make sure you okay so <laughs> let's go ahead and move on what yes. are we excited about this week we're offering up our recommendations in suggestibles <laughs> Okay, Anne-Marie, so what are you suggesting this week? This week, I am suggesting This Is Us. Um, there's no de denying that I have a complete and utter TV addiction, but with the new NBC show This Is Us, it is completely and totally valid. The show promised to fill the void that was left when the Bravermans of, of Parenthood went off the air, and it has. 100%, it has. The first episode, I was crying within five minutes, and it only gives you a touch of the story. The twist in the last few minutes, which I'm not going to spoil if you haven't watched it because it really was a huge reveal, um, ugly crying. All of the ugly, I was laying on the couch, going, I had no idea I was going to be crying. <laughs> like, warning, you need tissues to watch <laughs> the show. It's, mm -hmm. it, it's a must. I heard the big twist at the end is that they're all robots. We are robots. True? Mandy Moore. Candy. Mm. Who was your favorite character in it, though? <sighs> okay. If you're looking at the screen, it's the guy in the middle. Mm -hmm. He's an actor. He's like a super buff, crazy actor guy. And he has a flip out, like, mm. on set. And it's really funny. And, yeah, I'm interested to see where he goes. But I think it's my actor brain then. Liking that a lot. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably end up checking it out. I, you gotta I also, watch at least one episode. I also want to see the Good Place, which I haven't. I seen I want to see that so. as well. Yes. But, but I, I I was busy catching up on Mister Mister Robot Mister Robot. Robot this week, so I, I didn't get a chance to yet. It, probably this weekend I'll check it out. Mm -hmm. uh, and I guess it did pretty well. I mean, it did amazing. I've seen it everywhere, and you know the way I'm not telling you the spoiler, even mm -hmm. though it's been like two or three days. The they, entire they're all internet, dead the whole time. They're they're all dead. Wait a minute. They're sleds. No, um, most of the internet isn't giving you the spoiler either. Like, if you want to know what the twist is, mm -hmm. you got to watch it. That's fair. That's, mm -hmm. a, and that's nice that's of the, way the life, internet. That is very. That's surprising of the internet. Although you, uh, before we started recording, you did. I got you to tell me what the twist was. That's because I didn't figure you. And watch it doesn't it. seem like it would ruin it for you. Oh no! It, but you didn't. See, yes. Don't don't yes. look up the twist. <laughs> Okay, and uh, my suggestible this week is uh, a YouTuber I'm quite fond of, and that's Adam the Woo, uh, Woo. and specifically his, his daily vlog, The Daily Woo. I, now, I first discovered Adam the Woo when looking for videos about the old Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon Studios at Universal Studios here in Orlando. I, I was actually researching, I believe, for our Nickelodeon episode of... The original universe. The original box. universe box. Uh, now, over on his main channel, he does a lot of urban exploration. Uh, while the Daily Woo is more of a vlog, uh, he travels in both on both channels. He travels the country in his van with a couple of cameras and a drone, and uh, shows little nooks and crannies that you might not find in a travel brochure. He also spends a lot of time at theme parks, at Disney parks in particular. Well, his family's here. Uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he's actually going to be in Central Florida for most of the rest of the year. So, All right. Well, if you're looking for out on the loop. Yeah, but uh, he's equal parts goofy and a little bit punk rock. Uh, he he was actually a drummer in a punk rock band back in the day. Nice. Uh, yeah, pretty famous one, I guess. Uh, but uh, he reminds me a lot of the older punk rockers I used to hang out with when I was like 18 to 23 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, now he's over on the Daily Woo. He's posted a video every day for the past 1,545 days and shows no signs of 
flowing. That's it, true. It's actually it used to be him just pulling out his camera and doing a quick video. Now he edits together these twelve minute videos where he he every day goes around to town, checks everything out, goes to lunch, hangs out with his friends and other YouTubers and stuff. Mm -hmm. I also got to meet him back in February, which was pretty cool. He was a really nice guy. I have a little pin that I wear on my lanyard at work mm -hmm. uh, from Adam the Woo. So definitely check it out. The Daily Woo and Adam the Woo are the two channels, and uh, we'll have links to both of them in the show notes at universebox.com. Okay, so I guess it's time to wrap up uh, with, with some words from you guys. What do you guys have to say? Uh, we can't wait to hear your blathering. Let's hear what our listeners have to say in Blatherskite. Our listeners still have nothing to say, Emery. Yeah, they're silent. No, they are never silent except mm -hmm. when we ask for feedback. Well, I mean, obviously they've been it's they've new. been very loud in the chat room tonight, which is always they have. good. We love it. We we definitely enjoy that. But if you want to send us some feedback on things we've said, if you want to send us a story, story please send us stories. Yeah, one you can uh, comment right down below on YouTube. Uh, just go ahead and uh, give it a thumbs up too if you want to. Uh, since we're being all YouTubey, uh, you can also <laughs> email us contact at universebox.com. Tweet us at universe underscore box the facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash universe box show and the voicemail number is 424-274-2352 again that's 424-274-2352 and we'd love to hear from you absolutely and this is where your feedback would go insert in the show. feedback so here. so please feel free to send in feedback anything write us a poem we'll mm -hmm. read it definitely okay uh now we have some some final <laughs> takeaways here. Uh, so Twitter fights shouldn't be news stories. The song is at its end. We might never agree on charity concerts. This and, last one. And never cross the BBC. They'll straight up cut you. They will. They're pretty cruel. Uh, so uh, thanks again to our chatters, Thank you, chatters. over at live.universebox.com. You can join in Tuesdays and Thursdays, 10 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. Uh, now, Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at amdsimone, or you can check out my blog, crunchycrafty.com. Uh, you can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com as well. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.universebox.com. And you know what? You can check out our other show too, Legends of Gotham at legendsofgotham.com. Uh, so I guess that about does it for, for, the, for this weekend, Marie. Do you think it went better than uh, Tuesday's episode? We're My, yeah. We're still My, there's, still some, there's still some fuzziness, but it's a lot better. Yeah, we're, we're still finding our footing here. We're, we're going to get there, though. Uh, so uh, until next time, remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside.